guys, what's up? It's Simone. Hey guys, it's Jay. And welcome to the Dating Game Podcast. Hey. Hey. Right guys, let's get straight into it. Straight into it, ain't messing about today. <laughs> I'm hungry, I'm not going to lie, it's dinner time. <laughs> You're crazy, how could you eat this late? Seriously. I but I just didn't have time. It's not good for the body, you know. Yeah, sorry. They say they say don't eat after eight. No, they actually say that. Yes, that's only if you're going to, that's only if you're going to bed. Obviously, I'm not going to go straight to bed after I've eaten. Yeah, but it sits in your tummy for two hours, doesn't it? I can stay up for two hours. The time I watch YouTube <laughs> episodes of my series, I'll be I'll be alright. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Okay. Oh my gosh, USA Love Island is now. I think it's been on ITV for a while. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Why can't you believe it? I was so excited because you know what? The person I'm dating was like, you know, Love Island USA is out. I was like, no, <laughs> even though he hates. Why does he know that Love Island USA is he, out? You know what? He's one of those people that just know he likes to keep up with celebrity culture, even though he does. He likes to doesn't like to admit it. He likes to do that. That's quite good. I like that. Yeah, so he tells me all the stuff. He tells me what's, and news in general. He's like, oh, did you know this happened today? And I was like, oh, okay. In London, I was like, well, I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways um, yeah, so he told me thinking that I knew, but I didn't know. So I was like, oh, my God, it's amazing. He was like, oh, gosh, I should have told you. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I, I spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I definitely got a, a forwarded message from you about that. <laughs> I had to, I had to. I think it just came out today, but it's like they've released every episode, haven't they? Yeah, that's what they did last year as well, which I don't mind like that because I can, I don't feel pressure <laughs> from, from people and Love Island people. Well, I've just started watching Married at First Sight UK. You didn't watch the Australian oh, okay. you? No. So it just started today. No, yesterday, sorry. So it's on every day, like the Australian one. So it's like, it's proper intense because it's every single day and it's proper drama. Um, But yeah, it's quite good, actually. It's quite good. Okay. Maybe, but I feel like it's, um, what's the word? 90 days? What is it called? 90 Day Fiancé. Yeah, I feel like it's like that. So I won't watch it. Have you ever watched 90 Day Fiancé? No, I haven't. I'm not going to. You can't make me. <laughs> no, but I'm saying you're comparing it to it and you're getting put off, but you haven't actually watched either of them. So what, what is there to be put off by? Because if you like it, that means it's like that. <laughs> no, it's a bit more, it's like a cross between Love Island and 90 Day. Because it's more like, it's, it's basically, it's become more reality TV show-ish. And in Australia, okay. it's really big. So it's like their version of Love Island. So people go on it just for the clout, basically, like Love Island. Okay, well, I, I might give it a go after Love Island USA. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Yes. So the topic today is about memoirs of a Bad, of dating a bad boy memoirs of dating bad boys memoirs yeah so you're going to be telling your own stories basically because I don't have any yeah. stories my guys are all oh, yeah. the bone. oh my goodness yeah I'll be telling my stories is that a good thing <laughs> stories well, 
yeah, you know, I've dated a, a couple. <laughs> okay, okay. So, what do you think the attraction is about dating a bad boy? Because I know there's a lot of stigma around women being attracted to men who have an edge, men who are a bit rough, yeah. who, you know, they have like, a few tattoos obviously this is a proper like stereotypical because a bad boy doesn't need to have tattoos nor does having tattoos mean that you're a bad boy or a bad person but it's that whole kind of like cliche the rough guy the rough the yeah the rough guy the little Wayne do you know what I mean like no yeah whatsoever to him his face is okay not that great but because he's got that like rough side about him people love him off so what do you think it is about dating a bad boy I think it's the ultimate alpha male. And I think it goes back to uh, about who you're attracted to, right? I like to, to I like a man-man, if that makes sense. And I think that's also about the um, what they look like physically as well as mannerisms. So a man-man to me is like someone that's not perfect. They're a bit rough around the edges. They don't have to be like lean and slim. They can be like a bit like got a bit of meat on them like I have so many like they're just they're just rough around edges and I think with that with that little persona or that little um look they've got about them comes the personality and it's the whole point that I can protect you I think for me it's a protection thing I feel like no matter where we are street anywhere (laughs) not not I'm a, a hood rat but on the street in my house whatever I feel protected by that person and I think that is what it is for me. And my dad is a very alpha male. And I grew up with stories from my dad talking about, I don't know why he used to tell me stories, but he would like tell me stories like one day, you know, we were this, that, that, and somebody, some body came and I came, and he used to always say that, like, you know, I came and saved the day, beat him up. It was all these funny stories that my dad used to tell. And for me personally, I really believe it's because in my head, I feel like that is a protector. Mm. that's almost similar to a dad or something like that and also movies do it too mm. um not so much prince charming but you see it in movies like the 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 alpha male kind of saves the day they're a bit bigger bolder whatever mm. so like i think it's a mixture side. of all those things they always, huh? they always have a soft side as well yeah exactly so i, I really believe it's a mixture of all those things i don't know do you think you are attracted to bad boys at, at all yeah I mean obviously I did say that the guys that I've dated are like clean as clean but I think that there's definitely an element of me that does like a guy with a little bit of edge and I think that's I'm smiling why am I smiling like this because <laughs> I'm just thinking about bad black like, just thinking about guys that have that little bit of swag and that little bit of en- like edginess and but for me, it comes in different ways. Like, you know, I, I was saying that I like the more like shaggy type men that have like, they're a little bit, that like I like- Bohemian. A that's got a bit of that kind of, yeah, that hipstery look. Because to me, that's like, that is the edge, that that's the level of edge that I need. I don't need anything more than that. <laughs> that's just enough. Um, but like the guy that I'm like talking to now, and I know in my heart that he's like a bad boy, but I, there's just something about him that's just making me still talk to him <laughs> and get gas. And then when they give you that little soft side, I think that's the other thing as well. Like, yes, I think we like protectors as, as women, but I also think that we like, as women, we like to know that we 
have a power over over a man to make him soft. So we want a guy that's proper rough, but then to us, he's a, he's as sweet as pie. Like, because we like that, oh, you know, I, I feel powerful now. I feel like I've cast a spell over him and he's my he's my bad boy. You know what I mean? It's that kind of... Yes, like, that's very true. Trained. I think it's a control. He's good to me kind of thing. Yeah, it's that control element. Like, oh, he's, um, he, you know, he's hard, hard on the outside but in the inside he's soft kind yeah. of thing. Like, again, it's the whole, it's the, yeah, I completely get what you're saying. And I do agree. But let's, like, define what a bad boy is because, you, like you said, your version is completely different to what a <laughs> bad boy is. So I think it's going to be interesting to describe that. Yeah, I mean, so a bad boy, I think it, I think it just does have different meanings. I don't think it's a set meaning but if I'm going to define a bad boy I think it's a guy that I don't know I think it's a guy in my mind I'm thinking a guy on road I think or a guy that acts like he's on road but he's not actually on road that's the best kind of bad boy the the boy that when you're on when you're out he's got that that same level of um dominion over the streets but he's not actually in the streets Okay, so you don't actually think a bad boy's in the streets? He doesn't need to be. Or he might have been in the past. Okay, okay. And what... Okay, does does a bad... Okay, that's fair fair enough. Does a bad boy have to have been in a few fights? Do you associate fighting with bad boys? No, but a bad boy can hold his own in a fight. But he may have a bad boy may have never been in a fight in, in his life, but that's because people look at him and they would never dare fight him. <laughs> okay, do you think a bad boy had to be part of any like gang culture or I mean, yeah, but doesn't they don't I don't know, do they have to be? Yeah, no, they don't have to be. Yeah, a bad boy, okay, like a really bad boy. A really bad boy is a guy that's on road, he's got friends on road, he can call people when he's in trouble, when he's in trouble. He's got people like on the end of his phone that he can call when he like when he's in trouble. He might be a guy that's actually doing stuff, or he might be like used to do stuff, could still do stuff if he wanted to tomorrow, but he's not going to. That's still that's still class as a bad boy. Or a, or a guy okay. that's got that bad boy edge. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think, I do think for me, when I cross a bad boy, like that there have to be in certain runnings, like part of an operation, <laughs> professional or, or gang related on the street. But I think part of some type of operation, somebody that doesn't scream bad boy. And for me, a bad boy is like American gangsters, like Denzel Washington. He was like the ultimate bad boy because he would still do good with his people. Like his family is his everything. And I think that goes back to, again, my family as well. I feel like I would do anything. I'm like, I'm not a bad girl. I'm not. Everyone <laughs> knows that I'm quite a goody, goody, goody. But when I, when somebody crosses me the wrong way, i.e. somebody that owes me money for a rent, like ages ago, I remember saying to, <laughs> I remember saying to my cousin, like, he's lucky that I'm not a guy because I swear, like, if you, if you ever do that to my family, I'll F you up. And I'm not even joking. And I, I think that's what a bad boy is. It's someone that is like, my family's, or my friends are everything. Whatever you consider the family is everything to me. I will do anything to make sure they're fed, 
their watered, their 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 on road, whatever. And if they get into those dealings, they know how to handle it because they have that network and that association and that that fire to to make shit happen. That's what my I consider a bad boy, and that's why I love things like power and empire. Um, and stuff like that, like Power Empire, you know, all those kind of stories, because no matter what, family is everything. And that to me is the ultimate like bad boy where you protect your family no matter what. And that's just drilled in my head. And that's what I find quite sexy, because even like you said, if you were in a situation, not that we need to be, but <laughs> he knows what to do. You know, he knows exactly what to do, how to do it. He'll fight. And I think our close friend. I think if she was a guy, I think she'll be quite shit. She'll be like, she'll be good because she's very loyal like that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think if, I think most of the women. That's what I said about the masculinity, masculine energy. I think most women that I know, if they were men, I wouldn't like them to be men because I think they'll f up people. To be quite frank. So basically, you hang around with thugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we thug it through education. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think so? Okay. Do you think a bad boy is associated with violence? Because in everything that you've described, I can't see a guy that does fraud in that. <laughs> and I'm talking about the, like, like the guys that do fraud that are like, they're not on the messy side. They're just clean, but they do, they do bad things, but they're clean. I don't want to say this because I don't know who's listening, but I feel like people that do frauds are, are cowards, actually. <sighs> I think they're cowards. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I do. I think it's a lame excuse. You're just you're just trying to get through life. So what are you trying to say? I don't... Do violent crime or don't do crime at all? What are you trying to say? Yes. <laughs> do crime properly. <laughs> I'm joking. All crime is bad, guys. All crime is bad. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay, right. So, guy that do you get what I'm saying? Because I feel like you're you're hiding behind the system like it's not genuine oh, why would you want to be out there why would you want to be out there with your with your face everywhere when you could just be doing what you're doing getting the most out of life I'm not okay I'm not I'm not just guys. I'm really not I'm so far from that world but from what I can see like you know they're living their best lives behind the scenes um but not just not in the face of anything like that surely because even, okay, so I know someone who <laughs> who worked with someone and th- basically the guy turned out to be a fraudster. So he befriended all the black women at work, befriended them, was really nice to them, sweet with them, this, that and the other. Then he left because he was doing like temp work. So then he left. And then afterwards he would contact them on like LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, be like, oh, hey, how you doing? How's life? How's this and the other? Oh, like, you know, tell he would he would tell them his like sob story. Obviously, it could be true. I'm not trying to like, you know, whatever, but minimize what he was going through. But he would tell them that, tell them his yeah. sob story, and then yeah. be like, Oh, I haven't got any money till payday. Like, do you mind just loaning me like a couple hundred? And then a few of them said yes, a few of them said no. And then he would actually pay them back. He'd be like, oh, yeah, just till payday. Then he'd pay them back, and that builds the trust. And then yeah. the next step would be, oh, can I, can you um, be a guarantor for my loan, for my £10,000 loan? And they were just like, excuse me. And then again, that's how, because if they sign that, that loan, if they sign to be a guarantor for the loan, it's legal. They've, yeah, there's not actually it's not actually like a crime crime that you can go to jail for because you signed you voluntarily signed 
your signature on this thing. So it's a very smart way to just to like get what you want, but just not be at the end of it, really. But look at what you said. You took they hit that person took vulnerable females that are probably hustling, maybe single, because if you know they 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 they're, they're preying on people that they they find that they can easily manipulate. That to me is a coward because you know with gang people, people actual bad boys, how I would say it is that they all say it with their chest. <laughs> they'll go out and like, yeah, I am a bad boy, and that's that's it. Or they won't even say it to be honest. They'll they'll just walk around and you know that they're bad because they can carry it. But people that do fraud, they're not carrying anything. They're just hiding behind a card. Or trying to be like I don't I just don't think that they are they are smart I think people that are fraud they are smart that's mm-hmm. a that's a that's not even bad boy that's just something that's intelligent and, and manipulative that's what a, a fraudster is but I think a bad boy is very different they don't have to use violence they only use violence because something's not working their network I sound like a thug in it something's not happening there <laughs> something's not happening yeah, in their operation too many gang films and series. <laughs> you've you've disrupted you've disrupted the harmony you know those people that like robin like robin hood it was a badass like he <laughs> still from the, from the rich yeah listen to me he was still from the rich to give to the poor and that's how i see a bad boy actually i would see a bad boy yes they use drugs and they use that of course it's terrible it's bad yes they should be taken away but they're doing it because <laughs> of who they, at the end of the day, who they love. And it is it's their family, it's whoever, it's their family basically, or their network. They're keeping everybody fed. Okay, right. Let's move away from justifying <laughs> crime. Sorry, I'll get out of the power mode. I'll get out of power. Mode. Let's move away from that. <laughs> All right, okay. So Okay, let's talk about dating somebody who's a bad boy. Okay. Yeah. How is that? I'm asking you because you know you <laughs> be the expert. How is how is dating someone who's a bad boy, Jay? Right. So hmm. I've dated semi-bad boys and I've dated a bad boy. So uh, let's start with a semi-bad boy. Um what's a semi-bad boy? Someone that fronts that's trying to be bad, but they weren't. So my f- first boyfriend, he got excluded from from um <laughs> he got excluded from school. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm laughing, right? Because okay, I'm gonna be honest. I've been on a real binge of our podcast, and somehow yeah. in the majority of our episodes, you seem to go back to school. Is that even a real relationship? Okay. Is he this is my life. This, this is my school. life. All right. He's a bad boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is my life, Simone. This is my life. <laughs> Anyways, because rudely interrupted. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so he got excluded from school a lot. I can't. No, I don't think even. But he did. He did. And he tried to stab somebody basically at school. That's why he got excluded. Uh, it's not even funny, to be honest. It's not funny at all. But he, he, that's why he got excluded. Um, but I would say time. he said me because... Huh? Were you, together, were you together at that time when he done yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were together. Yeah, he got excluded and we were together at the time. And I would say semi because he's still young. It was all 15 and 16. He's not a bad boy. I know he wasn't like intentionally bad. I don't know. Maybe he got excited. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, but that happens so I would say that that's what happened and that's that's what I would say 
is a semi-bad boy at school because I feel like people at school they get influenced easily so my experience when I was okay I'm going to take it away from bad boy for a sec because I was dating somebody in sixth form those that are listening to this probably remember and I remember my boyfriend become um being jumped at the time and I literally had no control it was the first time I've seen something like that in front of me and it was the most scary shit I've ever been through in my life but mm-hmm. I think that was the time that I felt like I was part of a Oh, I can't explain. I knew he wasn't bad. He wasn't a bad, he doesn't have a bad bone in his body. But I felt like I was being watched. I remember that time when the police would say, you know, you can't really move these areas. You can't do this. You can't see your grandma because that's where they lived. And I obviously, he wasn't bad. But I remember feeling like, oh shit, like my life is changing a little bit due to the circumstance that my, my boyfriend was in at the time. So that was an experience of understanding what I think it would have been like if my boyfriend was the one being like doing the jumping or whatever. So in my head, I had like a glimpse through, I guess, how beef would be in Luton because I remember that time I couldn't really for two or three weeks. I don't even remember this, man. I don't even remember talking about it that much. But two or three weeks, I couldn't really... Um, they kept saying like they knew where my grandma lived. They they didn't want us to, me to go down certain areas. The police would check up on me. It was a bit weird, actually, to be fair. But I think that's what somebody that's bad is going to go through. I very vaguely remember that. Yeah, and I went to this court as well. Remember, like that was I was seventeen, and my mum was like having fits. She was like, "What the hell is going on?" (laughs) She was like, "What is going on?" (laughs) Like she never expected her good girl to go through that. So yeah. So that that was another glimpse, I guess, in a different angle. And then the ultimate bad boy was the one I actually commented on last week um, when we spoke about meeting parents. And his sister said, why are you with him? That was obviously the first warning that I ignored. <laughs> but <laughs> he was ultimate bad boy because when we was walking from the station, so I lived in Birmingham at the time at university. And... Um, my, I used to go visit him a lot. He was like, how many years? Eight, 18, 20. He was four years older than me. And I remember walking, we went out for a night, like, nice day out. Walking back, it was getting dark. And we're walking, walking, walking. And he had to pick up pace. And I was like, what the hell's going on? He was like, duck, duck, duck. I was like, what, what, what? I was like, what? And I was like, ducking as I was walking. I was like, what the hell is going on? And he was like, roll, roll, roll. I was going to say, you're taking the piss down. No one's rolling up here. I'm walking the street. He telling me to roll. That's a joke. Anyways, he was there proper getting down on the cars. I was like, what's going on? So we quickly ran to my, my aunt. I'm not joking. He sprinted, left me anyway. So I was running like un- uncontrollably as cars were going by. Again, I wasn't aware what was going on get into my auntie he was like oh that's 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 that, that's this gang that they were looking for me. I was like what that, at that point I just didn't even think about it I was just like gang he was like yeah he goes did you not know what happened to my brother and I was like what happened he goes well he's in jail for kidnapping this girl I was like what <laughs> again again I I wasn't ready for this mm-hmm. I wasn't I didn't plan this to happen and I was like what and he was like yeah like he's in jail I need to get him out and I sell coke and I was just like what <laughs> again confused mm. so I'm there like my mind is absolutely blown like I'm just like this guy is nuts <laughs> like I, I didn't sign up for this mm. um and I remember just I was dating him probably about six months after but our lives were just crazy like when we were going to, went to go eat 
he would have a reversible hoodie because he ain't paying no bills, you know. He's getting his money for his brother to help him when he comes out of jail. So he's there like, he's like, yeah, let's just go where good mamas, go through, you know, the tables are all separate, go to the bed, let me go toilet. My man's changing his hoodie in the toilet, walking out. Well, I don't even change anything. And I go to him, oh, did you pay? Nah, mate, we don't pay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we're already out of the shop. <laughs> He's like, right, my mind. I, I remember doing a lot of running with him. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of running. <laughs> and he was like a boxer, like a semi-boxer. Um, but he had his mindset that he was going to get his brother out of jail. And he hung around with people that would kidnap people, literally do every like really bad stuff. And he went, he knew some of that a couple few people that died from the gang rivalry that he was with. We couldn't go in certain areas in London whenever we went out. He lived in a really rough area. He had a massive temper on him. Um, whenever we went boxing, you know, everybody would know him because he was just that person. He, it was his, mainly his brother or his cousin that was in a, a gang environment. And I think he just felt like, because his brother was in jail, he wasn't going to stop until he can get his brother out somehow or at least have revenge on those people. But Mm. the thing is, we were on watch all the time and that's what I would call a bad boy. And he was fit. He had smooth skin, like chocolate, dark chocolate skin. Like he was a boxer. His skin was amazing, glistening. Like (laughs) he looked good. I'm not going to lie. He was very good. (laughs) He probably probably was cheating on me left, right and centre. I wouldn't. I'm not I'm at the front here I thought I think that was happening but I think for me like he provided protection even though we were running a lot um I think that's what happened I was just strung up I wasn't with him for long I was probably with him for about I can't remember seven eight months maybe um but I just liked the way that he liked the same music as me we had a good time went out a couple of times um but yeah that that was the story really <laughs> okay so, <laughs> so what did you learn from this experience? <laughs> what did I learn? Yeah, what did you learn from this? Um, I felt like I could fix him. I remember Jada speaking about this with William, uh, William, sorry, Jada and Will was talking about this in Red Table Talk and she was saying how she felt because of her childhood or whatever, whatever, she felt like she was a fixer-upper and I feel like I can a little bit be like that and I felt like when I was with him that I was like, oh, let me just do your CV, you don't have to sell coke, you could, I could just do your CV and it'll be fine and let me help you do it. I don't know what was wrong with me but I I realised that was a pattern. So my learning, I think, was if they're a bad boy and their family are involved you can't get in between those people like they have a mission <laughs> the mission is they you either join their family or that you have nothing to do with them and if you join their family because he always knew that I wasn't ride or die kind of thing because I was studying I've had my friends I wasn't completely in it and I think he always sensed that and that's why we were just, he was just like yeah you're not down and whatever. And I remember seeing on Facebook a couple of few years later, he was in hospital. I don't even know what for, but I think it was quite a bad thing. So he was like, oh, we're praying for you and stuff. So, you know, thank God I'm in that situation now. But what I'm saying is that I think in those situations, if you are in those situations where you're dating a bad boy, you can't assume that you can fix them. And that goes for manipulators and everybody else as well. I think the message is you can't fix people unless you're willing to join them <laughs> and then they might trust you to do that but 
if your life's in jeopardy, you know, if somebody starts turning you to dark, then don't duck. Just say I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, that's what you need to do. Um, and that was just a snippet for me. What, six, seven months? I was 18, 19. That's young. So, you know, I was aware of the situation. But there's many girls out there that they like that lifestyle. Mm. They like getting provided for. They like the feel and the adrenaline which is easy again what I can remember it wasn't adrenaline mm. and it did feel nice he used to pay for all our meals well sometimes unless we we're not paying at all <laughs> but but it's a it's adrenaline rush isn't it and it's a protection since alpha male but remember you either join the family or you're not family so <laughs> you either do one or the other so that's that's what my understanding is from that I thought god I've been talking for a while <laughs> Sorry, and we interrupted Simone. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, just trying to get off your chest. That's fine. But yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think there is a definitely a glamorization about what it means to be a ride or die. And I do remember as well, like growing up, and obviously, like Ashanti was part of um, Murder Inc. and she was, and you know, Jara used to always think about ride or die and Fifty Cent ride or die, and you know, yeah. what's that? What's that um, What's that uh, that song that Fifty Cent has? Um, Twenty One questions. Oh, girl. <laughs> uh, Twenty One questions. And the videos, obviously, he's got Megan Good in it. It's a sick video, Megan Good, mm. and um, she's obviously visiting him in jail. And it's basically like you know a woman who's always supporting him through jail and this and the other. And like growing up, I think for us, like being with someone who was on road was very much glamorized. And yes. Um, sensationalized as being this amazing, wonderful thing that you know you're a loyal girl, you're a good girl, you're a this, you're a that. If you're if you ride or die for your man, all that stuff. But to, the fact is, I hate this. Is I knew from when I was young. I knew I could never do it. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> be a ride or die because me looking over my shoulder, me. You know, you know what I'm like, Jay. Like you know, I like an easy life. I just like. <laughs> I like convenience. I like um I like I like to enjoy my life to the fullest. And knowing that I can't do that because I'm looking over my shoulder because so-and-so might be coming after us in 10 minutes, because so-and-so, the police might be might be running after us because we didn't pay our bill. Because like I just hate living like, I hate living on edge. I need to be free. <laughs> so I couldn't, I don't like the idea of restricting my restricting my enjoyment because of doing bad boy. Like it even even like fraud for me, like even that in itself, again, just like looking over your shoulder, oh, that, that deal might go through. People that like go away with their with their boyfriends or whatever, and their boyfriends have booked hotels or deets flights or whatever, and you tell up at the airport, you don't know if you're going to Jamaica or not because you have to wait until the deal comes through. I hate that. I couldn't do it. I'm really going to do it. It actually really pisses me off, actually, to be honest. That, that would really piss me off. So... Yeah, I know, I, I know for sure. And um, but the one time that I remember, again, we've really discussed that maybe fraud may or may not be classed as being a bad boy. But I remember meeting this guy in Cancun and um, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he had all the chat. So I think we met in Cancun, but then we did actually start speaking until we got back. And I think the first time he picked me up, he had this 
beautiful car. It was like a white Mercedes. And I remember asking him, like, what do you do for work? And he was kind of like, yeah, I know I do property in it. I just, I do like property investment, blah, 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 blah. Like I go to auctions, I do this, I do that. And at the time I was quite young. So I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And it wasn't until like a few weeks later, I thought, yeah, but how do you get the money to do the property? Because you just told me that you just bought a property for 90,000, no mortgage in Leeds to do property development. But I don't know where this money's coming from. So basically, obviously I know you can obviously get loans, whatever, but the way that he said it, I was like, yeah, this isn't really adding up. And mm. again, in the beginning, it was lovely because, you know, he drove me around. He lived in London. I lived outside of London. So it was really e- like it was easy for him to come and pick me up. We went out. He paid for it. Like he ne- I never saw a bill when I was with him. Like I never saw. He just took the bill instantly and paid for everything. Um, wow. And it was great. You feel like you're being looked after. And obviously, I'm, you know, I'm, again, I'm going to go back and just say that, of course, you can have all of this stuff with a guy who's doing and who's doing nice things who's doing good things in as well yeah yeah, of course at the time that wasn't common especially you know when you're younger whatever you kind of you're not used to seeing that because most people that you're dating have just come out of uni and have learned haven't had this (laughs) so um loans to pay to pay off Mm. but um yeah so we went out a few times and then one time I actually went down to London to see him I drove down to London and he was like, yeah, we're going to stay in this apartment. I was like, oh, whose apartment is it? Because I know that you live somewhere else with your mum or whatever, your grandma or something like that. And he was like, yeah, like I was just my friend sorted, sorted it out kind of thing. And then we were having like this really questionable conversation about morals. <laughs> about We were having, it was about morals and it was about um, whether or not to play the system because the system is playing us anyway and he was very much like you know why is it why is it unacceptable to just write off your car and get an insurance loan and get get an insurance payout and I was like but why is that acceptable like what do you mean why Why is that acceptable like that's 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 bad and like things like that and then I kind of realized okay your, your morals are a bit questionable and then we were talking about like drugs and it kind of just came out basically that he was a bit of drug dealer <laughs> and he, and he, was, bit. he was a bit because he was he I think he played it down but he was basically insinuating that he's dabbles but he used to dabble more but now he's dabbling a little bit but he might go back to dabbling mm-hmm. more it was that kind of a yeah. conversation where you're like I feel like you're doing more than you say you're doing. But then he also did a little bit of fraud. Like he used to like deets fights for people and get a bit of a, a check from that. It was all a bit much basically. Um, and then, yeah, then I was like, yeah. And then we went to this apartment and then I realized that he, this apartment was not his, <laughs> like it wasn't his friends either. Oh, wow. it was an apartment that was just there. And I just, I just was instantly turned off because that, that life isn't really for me. And yeah, yeah. it turns me off that you have to, take short I think shortcuts term I'm not not saying that you need to have like a a hard life but I think people that shortcut their way through life for me it just it doesn't show I don't know I just don't like it basically I'm not trying to judge anyone I I mean I am but I'm not like you know this is not for me so yeah the whole like bad boy thing yeah not for me really and especially a guy that does violence like I can't like if anybody comes to me and was like yeah I've got like I've been stabbed before sorry like I don't think I'm I don't think I'm that's not really for it doesn't turn me on you know some people love scars and they love oh you've you've been you've been accident oh my gosh he's rough he's a survivor Mm -hmm. 
he's you know I just it just turns me off basically yeah and yes yeah, it turns me off I don't I didn't I just can't remember what that story that you just told me I don't I can't remember you saying that you kept that close to your heart <laughs> definitely did <laughs> um <laughs> I think, can we just touch on laddie lads now? Laddie guys. We no, were talking about the stereotypes. You have an agenda. No, I don't. Okay. I'm talking about like Love Island. I'm talking about the football hooligans. Because, okay. you know, you know what? <laughs> I know what you're insinuating, but I, I'm just ignoring you, anyways. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> um, with laddie lads, although they're not stereotypical image based, like they are bad boys, I feel like they have got bad boys because when I say laddie lad, I'm not, I'm not talking about the other lads that go out and pub, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the ones that are literally like, not the race, the kind of like the subtle racism, the subtle, like they go out to actually fight or to find people to fight, or they're quite ag- aggressive with their tones and stuff like that. Like I haven't dated somebody like that, but I would also consider them quite not a bad boy, but somebody that's rude. <laughs> and I think they also need airtime in terms of us used like us saying that we recognize these these people because I think because the bad boy looks a certain way from a certain culture, whatever that association is always hovering around like oh they must be a bad boy no not necessarily because you get laddie lads you get the football hooligans that are also bad I would say bad boys too that don't have to do that but they use like you said violence as a way to be like I'm an alpha male I've got power over this person because I have my gang yeah my gang of course you've got like your like Phil Mitchells and all that kind of stuff yeah that's it you know, yeah. for people that don't know, Phil Mitchell, EastEnders is like a soap opera in the UK, but and they're like the ultimate bad boys of of the show. But like back in the day, like now they're old, but they're still bad boys. Um, <laughs> Very old. <laughs> but yeah, like of course you've got all of those people as well, and like I'm, I mean, I'm not separating them at whatsoever. That it's the same thing. I wouldn't be down for that mm. either. I'd still look at them like, a, <laughs> nah, not not trying to do anything with you to be honest, because. That's mm. not the life I'm trying to live. Let's 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 be honest. Be honest. Yeah. It just really like it hurts me that. Okay, so we've gone from and well, I've gone from talking about bad boys like just the appearance of bad boys, which I kind of get. You want a guy a guy that's a little bit rough around the edges, but then I know I know that we obviously we've we've now gone on talk to, to talking about real bad boys, the ones that are like doing a lot of bad things in this world. But I hear that, I mean, grown women love bad boys. Like, that's a thing. But I hear when you're a young girl, like when you're in your early 20s, like your late teens or whatever, you want to date someone that's a bit rough. I get it. I get the appeal. I understand it. I really do. But the ones that are actually rough, like the ones that are actually doing stuff, of course, just, just be really careful about what you're you're buying into. Because the fact is that, Yes, this life is glamorized. Yes, we're seeing Gucci Mane and Keisha Cook. What's her name? Keisha. Keisha K. I can't remember the name. Sorry. Gucci Mane and his wife. Keisha. I can't remember how you pronounce it. But yeah, Gucci Mane and his wife. We're seeing that. We're seeing that. You know, she was a ride or die for him and she stayed with him through prison. Now he's come out and he's doing great things and he's 
nighten her up as we see it and it's lovely it's, it's beautiful in in love and hip-hop when one of their man's gone to jail this that and the other they haven't like you know it's all been glamorized but the fact is that it's it's not a nice life to have so if you are mm-hmm. going to be with someone who is caught up in that just be really careful about the decisions that you choose which will ultimately impact you later on like it is going to um and your family. And I want to just add that. And your family. Um, and I think it's really important. And that's what I said to you. Like, most bad boys do analyse you and they see, can you, are you around run and die? And if you're not on it, they don't want to entertain that. And they'll actually drop you quicker. Do you know what I mean? That's what I think will happen naturally. But I think, um, yeah, I, that's that's what I think um, normally happens is that they do analyse you because the bad boy wants a good girl or something that will stay at home and just be there, be, play house kind of thing. Um, but I don't know. I, like I said, like, yeah, I think people need to just be aware of what people's intentions are um, and just be aware of that, like, can you handle it? Like, yeah, it's all nice now, but what about later? Mm. Um, that's when the difficultness comes into play. You know, it's all about, you know, can you actually, you know, can you, can you actually cope with it? Can you deal with it? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, there's a lot to talk about with bad boys. I think there's also another, another element of bad boys, but the ones that are manipulative, the ones that are toxic, they are also bad boys, but in a different category. We we're talking about the stereotypical, like, movie bad boy at the moment. But again, just touching on the other ones that we'll talk about in a different episode because that, that that's a whole different conversation. But you get the bad boys that are ultra, like, ultimately manipulative or that knows how to use their power in the household or in domestically, which is also scary and it's terrible. Um, but at least one thing I will say about the bad boys, try not to glorify them, at least they, to my knowledge... Some bad boys don't don't abuse their family. It's all outwards. The information is outwards. And then obviously you get the bad boys that the information is in the house. The, the violence is in the house. So, you know, that's that's the difference, I think. You do get different versions of bad boys. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You can laugh for this episode. <laughs> I am I just find it really funny because I'm I just I knew that you liked bad boys, but I'm seeing a different level of passion for, <laughs> from you about bad boys. Like I'm, it's this very different level of passion that I'm seeing. It's power. It's all these things. <laughs> I'm saying you're the ones, you're one of the ones that get influenced. That's what I'm saying to you. How old are you? 15. <laughs> yes. I love, it. I love it. No, I'm joking. I, I've changed my version of bad boy now. I've changed. So everybody needs to be aware of that. But... Yeah, I mean, it happens. People are addicted to bad boys, come on. But like I said, there's different versions of them. Yes, okay, I've spoken about the stereotypical ones, but people are attracted to different different types of bad boys, the ones that will break your heart, the ones that are cheaters. You know, the, the, you can go to that level if you want to. That's what I say. Do you know what? So over the summer, my new slogan, um, aside from blocking your blessings... <laughs> or not lessons my new slogan is or my new kind of like perspective on life is that pe- is that drama is addictive people love yeah. drama in their life so you're doing 
you're doing up like happy, happy families, but for some reason, there's not enough drama in your life. So you'll just, drama will be created or will will be found somewhere or someone in your life is toxic or is annoying or whatever, then you'll still keep them around your life because it's addictive. It's addictive to have that. And I think people that are in these relationships where, you know, they're with, they meet, they meet someone constantly who's always got like a, a, a bit of a past or someone who cheats or someone who's, aggressive or who's unpredictable because and this obviously yes this is not um I'm not talking I'm not talking about abusers I'm not talking about uh, people that are in emotionally abusive relationships I'm just talking about just generally people that um just happen to find themselves in situations with people that aren't don't tend to be very nice but I think sometimes it's because we as humans we're addicted to drama we're addicted to like a lot of things happening and I think that you kind of have to somehow break that cycle and just try to kind of make sure that you um, protect yourself from certain things because it's it's a lot of energy wasted, unfortunately. And I think it's really important that we remember that life is, is not supposed to be hard all the time. You're not supposed to wake up every day not knowing what's going to happen next. Like you're supposed to just kind of have you know, as many things as you can control in, in order than everything else, of course, and you'll be more prepared to deal with them. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. That's very true. And it's also like as it is, mate. Like normal, like on a normal huh? normal level. Life is hard enough as it is on a normal level. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Hmm, what an interesting episode it's been. <laughs> it's just made me think of everything. But oh well, it is what it is. There's all these stories I can tell other people just not to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few skeletons in that closet, in it, Jay. Mate, you knew about them. I don't know why you're just sitting there listening again. Literally yeah. listening to the story. <laughs> no, some of the details I don't. Well, maybe I just don't remember. But some of the details, I'm like, oh. And the the thing about you going to to court, I completely forgot about that, boy. Yeah, that wasn't even a joke. That was, that was a again at some point because I don't remember the like I remember it, but I don't. So I think you used to tell me that again offline sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird that was it. You know that time it just went really fast. Mm. Like it's I, I had a little bit no control. I just I was just dreaming. I just did it. I just done it, you know, because I was there when he was jumped, but yeah, kind of weird. Anyways, another time, another story. <laughs> this is called the dating game, so we're trying to work this shit out, you know, as we go. Like, so. <laughs> it's true. Literally, we've made some, we've all made some poor decisions in our lives, and but it's part of the experiences. It's just part of. We call them learnings, Simone. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just, I'm calling myself out too. We've all done dumb stuff, like anyway. learnings. <laughs> anyway all right guys i hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast um make sure that you follow us on instagram at the dating game podcast on twitter at dating game pod and use the hashtag dating game podcast to get involved in the conversation and we will see you next week bye guys Bye. Bye. bye